Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this new crazy mother. The Savachi syndrome, I'm telling you, I'm... Well, holy shit, that was crazy. What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Moto Aftermath Show, presented by TLR Coatings with special show sponsor, Travodyne Oils. Well, I still haven't heard from them for a discount code, so I probably should get a hold of them at some point. Probably. Um. Anyway, uh, we are wrapping up Glendale round two. Is it crazy? We're already two rounds in. <laughs> like, just seems like yesterday we were filming the preview show, and now mm-hmm. we're two rounds in. Um. So anyway, wrapping up round two. Uh. So thanks for tuning in. Remember, if you don't want to watch this on YouTube, you can always watch this on Facebook. There's always podcasts on SoundCloud and iTunes. Um, if you want to follow us, uh, we have Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, website with still nothing on it, because let's face it, I'm just a lazy sack of, I don't know what the hell else to say. I'm just, I, it's just, it, it takes time. All right. It's all there is. It takes time, people. Um, so anyway, we do have all that stuff. Um, if you want to support the channel, uh, Amazon links down below, Teespring links down below to buy t-shirts. You can support us on Patreon by just donating and we'll send you some cool stuff. Maybe uh, Cole's Bass Pro hat. Cole's not here with us today. He had some prior obligations. So just the original duo. Yeah. The here tearing the it OGs. Up. The OGs are here <laughs> doing it. Um, and so, yeah, let's start with the track. What did you think about another uh, Glendale track here other than Blue Group? Yeah, well, uh, we know when we go to Glendale, it's probably going to be next to Vegas and Daytona, the longer lap times and stuff, just because of the length of the stadium. It yep. is a... It's the Arizona Cardinals. It is one of the biggest stadiums probably in next to Jerry World in the United States. Uh, that stadium is nice. Like, you need to go one year. Oh, yeah. It's no, all, I plan, I plan awesome. on that. Plus, I, like, I just like Arizona anyway. Yeah. Um, so, like, when I saw the track map and stuff, long lanes, you know, we know, like Travis alluded to. That's going to die. I don't know. Just keep going. Travis alluded to. It did get blue roof because the traction is shit. But uh, I think kind of like what I mentioned in the late group text last night, I think we've gotten over to the point that we got to stop complaining about these tracks being one line unless it's super visible. Yeah. Because these bikes are so good that we're going to get over to the point that everything, even for the 250 guys nowadays, is going to be everybody's hucking the same line. Everybody, you know, it's, it's basically who gets a good drive through the whoops and who can be aggressive in corners and stuff. But I thought it was good. I mean, there was a couple different variations and stuff, but... Uh, I think we just got to get to the point that we realize that these tracks, we call them cookie-cutter tracks. Dude, the top 15 guys are all doing the same line. But that was so far off cookie-cutter because that stadium's so big. Oh, it it was technical, and like I mentioned to it early in the night and stuff, like when it started to pack in and the traction went away, when it got super G'd out, like you were going to have to get a good drive, especially on the 250s, but uh, I've heard already people complaining about it. I mean, when's the last time we've gone to a West Coast track and it hasn't been concrete and one-lined? It's just kind of how it is. Like, it sucks, but... This isn't the old days where, like, there's going to be one or two guys hawking a quad. Everybody's doing the same thing these mm-hmm. days. So I thought it was, I thought it was good. I mean, I really do. I thought it was basic, but uh, still technical. It was still technical. Like, it's easy for us to sit up here and say it's easy and stuff. And either people that have been riding for a long time and still got to go out and do it, because I guarantee you, go ask by the end of that night show, like Ken Roxon, was that track easy? He's going to tell you it may have looked easy, but no, it wasn't fucking easy. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I think we just. We gotta sometimes harp off, like lay off harping on these guys and stuff with these track designs. 
So I thought it was good. I liked it. I did too. Long, long rhythm sections, long whoop section. Like I said, technical but easy at the same time. And that's kind of where we are. Long start days. straight, so that made it nice and even for everyone. So yeah, yeah. overall, another right. decent, uh, decent Glendale track. So. Yep. Um, okay, let's move on. We're gonna start with four fifties then. Uh, let's go two fifties. All right, we'll start. We're gonna start with the two fifties this week. Was that different than last week? No. Okay, we're starting with two. <laughs> we're starting with two fifty. Two fifties are first. class so i gotta say this was probably the uh the least eventful class of the night right uh, uh two. as far as the mains you mean or the main mm -hmm. or well the two the second heat of the 250s was boring yeah there wasn't a lot to happen dakota's whole shot nichols passes him and nichols yeah. is gone and so there wasn't a lot first heat i mean i had ac whole shot at it obviously in one uh shane that was the first time had you seen anybody um when you came around that last turn and went over, back over the start straight. You know how they had that three? There was three, and yeah. then the start turn there, and then you went into the first section there, yeah. like you were coming out of the whole shot corner. He went two and then tried to go two across that start straight thing, and he missed it that time. But that, I hadn't seen anybody else do that all day. I wondered if it was a possibility, but well, I hadn't seen anybody do it until Ken, that point. Kenny and Baggett were doing it in the 450 class. That's what I was talking about going two, two, yes, three, three. Yes. But in the 250s? In the main, yeah, but, but not in practice uh, no. or the heats. One person tried it in the 250 qualifier, and of all people, it was Dylan Merriam. No shit. Dylan Merriam tried it, and he actually didn't frame it. He landed front wheel in the pocket. I did see him. Yeah, he landed yeah, front wheel right. in the pocket and he almost died. <laughs> yes, he did. But yeah, no, like, and that's the thing is, is I, I, when I saw the track map, I was thinking, because I, I didn't know how far the 90 was going to push out, so I was thinking maybe some of the 450s could square off and then go three in and go over. But then I was looking at him and go, well, if they don't, they can at least two in. I think what it was is you just had no transition into that third one to double over for a 250. Mm -hmm. But yeah, no, I, I saw the same thing and I watched Miriam and I go, yeah, no, I don't think any 250s are going to do that. And I guess I didn't even pay attention to the fact that, that Shane tried it in the heat race and shit. But, uh, um, yeah, no, I, I think that all just kind of comes down to what we were just alluding to, uh, uh, talking about the track and stuff, like these tracks being so one line for how good the bikes are. I think we're going to get in these situations, like, even though it was a mud race, I mean, it was the same thing with Colt, though. Like, if these guys are so good, but they're so close, if any one of them gets a clear track for more than three laps in a row, mm -hmm. like, I feel like that's going to happen. I feel like if you get a like the only person in that class that I feel like in the 250 class that I feel like can come through the pack is AC. But the problem is when he comes through the pack, he hits the deck. Yeah, that's the issue. Like, but he's the only one in that class that feel like even has the speed to do it. I don't feel like anyone. Frenchy else... Frenchy came through pretty good. He didn't yeah, get he didn't sure get to the top five. But I I agree. I think on if you're basing on overall speed, I think I have to agree. But once again, we'll talk about the problem is, is that if AC's coming through the pack, you know he's not going to win. There's a 95% chance he's hitting the deck. Yeah, 95% chance and like a .0001 that he's going to win the race. Yes. He, it's not because he's not fast enough. We just know how AC is when he's coming through. Yep. But uh, the only thing you can say about AC, in my opinion, is he rode good. Like I said to you earlier is I got to see him back it up to know that like he can keep doing that. Because if he mm -hmm. goes to the triple crown and just struggles, be like, well, it, it's typical. I guess I was more disappointed with McElrath, though. That's his, that's his type of track. And yeah, he just did off the whole day. But here's the thing with Shane, dude. He's consistent through the first two here. He's on the box. But the last two years, though, that he's been in the points, he's already won a race by now. Yes. But what if he's what if he's gone to that, we'll call it Dungy style, mm -hmm. and he's like, I'm just going to podium the fuck out of everyone. But the problem is, is that I, I don't know if you can do that in a 10-race series. 
I don't know if you can either, but it who's leading the points right now? Colt Nichols is still. But he's only by and it's goes Colt. Um AC's in second though. By so I Colt's leading by five. leading by five, yeah. Yeah, four or five. I yeah. can remember, I remember looking at it, but then I got excited about the four fifties and Yeah, stuff. it's like four or five points. Um yeah, so I don't know, man. I, I like I like Shane or Sugar Shane, mm. but uh man, I guess I was just I didn't pick him. I didn't even pick him to podium, if I remember correctly, when it ever picks. But I didn't think he'd be that far off. He was off. Like, I know that, okay, he got third. But it's like, dude, Colt got around him, made a mistake, went backwards, got back around him again, and then just left him. Yeah. Like, I, I feel that with how top-heavy the West is compared to the East, and, we'll, you know, we'll get into that when we do our East preview, but the West, for the first time, is just top-heavy, and it's kind of just, like, drops off. No disrespect to some of the other guys. I don't think you can just be average and win this championship now because we know how fast AC is. All of a sudden, Colt Nichols is, you want to talk about Shane doing a dungy thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe Colt Nichols just wins a race when he can, and then we want to talk about his recent last year. We talk about Anderson. Hey, I'm going to win a race when I can, or I'm going to get a podium if I have to. Like, all of a sudden, Colt Nichols, dude, we could be looking, we could go to the break at round five, and Colt might have a 20-point lead because mm-hmm. he just goes, hey, I'm going to go one, and then I'm going to go two, and then I'm going to go one, and then I'm going to go three, and then I'm going to go one. Like, so... I don't know with Shane if he can just be average because we still know how good, how fast, how fast Ferendis is. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, this new emergence of RJ and Jimmy D putting their names in the ring and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I'm still not sold on RJ, man. That dude was sketchier than shit. His whoops, his dude, his, his, dude, his technique was Sketchy. so off. His technique was so off in the whoops, dude. And I'm not even going to get in that because that would take too long. But, dude, like, he rode good, though. He got fourth. He came from like eighth to fourth or seventh to fourth or whatever it was. I don't know. That kid's just like he's all over the place. I feel like he's sketchy and he's more hyped and it's like a. But we say the same thing about AC though. Uh, Yeah, but AC has wins. That's the only difference. Other than that, they're the same guy. If you really think about it. I guess. Yeah. But but again, there you said it. AC has he has wins, and that's why I'm not putting him in the same category because they're not in the same category. But if you were to take away AC's wins, who would you when you put him next to a guy like RJ Hampshire? Super freaking fast. But he's either on or he's off. See, I don't think RJ's that fast. That's the thing. I don't know. I think he's average. That's I, it. I, I think he's know, average. Man. I don't think he's as fast as the top three. But I, if I looked, if I looked at the lap times last night, I think he was only like. But that's the problem. There's always three to five dudes in the fucking class with him that are way faster than. I'll him. tell you this. So I that's think... why I don't. That's why I have a hard time seeing him ever getting really pulling off a win or. Uh, what's it? Because he's in a Supercross win, right? Just no, outdoors? just outdoors. Yeah, so I have a hard time seeing him pull either a win or a championship off. I'll tell you this right now, and we're going into it, and we'll get into our picks later for this weekend, but Triple Crown, I'll tell you what right now, if he gets a start with his newfound aggressiveness, if... if Maybe. If the guys are in fourth to sixth, I think he can win. I don't, I don't think he's good enough to ever win a title, but... It's the old, kind of the old saying that we go, we can work with speed. RJ has a lot of speed. He's just got to clean everything else up. But uh, I'm really impressed with Jimmy D. He's doing a lot better than I thought. Jimmy D was good, yeah. He hit the wall late in that main, though. Yeah, he started okay. fading. He, dude, he dropped anchor real quick. Um, but, man, like, right now, dude, I just, I think more, I'm more overall impressed with Nichols. I, I like Cole. He wasn't one of my favorites. I, I agreed that I thought he could get a win, but Frenchie was still my favorite, and he's still in it. Um, but I think Nichols is kind of in that situation where he knows he can win now. But then he really got second last night, and if you look at it, he didn't even really get into a groove until he got around McElrath. And by then, obviously, AC was so far gone, it didn't matter. Mm-hmm. But I'll say this. I don't. I will not be surprised if we go to the halfway point and he's got 15 points on second place. 
Because in a in a sea of guys that are super fast but really inconsistent, Colt has always been consistent, even if it hasn't been winning consistent. Because even if you look back at his East Coast rounds when he's been healthy, he's been a second-place guy, third-place guy. Like, hell, I think his worst finish last year was, like, fifth. Mm-hmm. So, like, I just... I think that they're... I, I think that if, with the way he's riding, if he backs it up again at A3... I think it's going to take guys being consistently and winning. Now, AC is obviously that guy. We know he's got the speed. Mm-hmm. But I still have to see it two weekends in a row to be like, okay, I'm on board. Okay. Because well, I just... That, I, that, and that's fair. I'm not going to hurt Because he scares me because it's like we know he can win by 10 seconds. We've seen it before. Mm-hmm. We also know what happens when he doesn't get a start. Yeah, and he put on a clinic last night. Yes, he did. He was great. I have nothing bad. He rode great, and that's the AC that it should have been last year, and you can even say the year before. But it's kind of like... We talk about comparing the closest thing with Tomac and other, and we're not the first people to do that. Mathis, I think, is actually was one of the first people to talk about that. What is AC going to do when he doesn't get the start? Mm-hmm. And the thing is, can you trust him? I'll ask you this. If he goes into any main this weekend at A2, at A and you'll see it because you'll be there, if he goes into any main this weekend and he's fifth going into the first turn and he's fifth coming out of the first turn, are you going to trust that he's going to be able to knock grenade throughout that main if Frenchie and Nichols and Hampshire and I guess we could say Dakotas now are in front of him. Can you honestly sit there and say, yep, no, I know what he's going to do. He'll be fine. He'll win. He'll win. If he's fifth. Now, if he gets a start, different. Mm-hmm. But if he's fifth, <clears throat> I, don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I think that if he does it again this weekend, I'll be like, yep, I'm on board. Mm-hmm. But if he doesn't, then it's like, well, that's just who AC has been. Mm-hmm. But it's good, though. I think it's good for him that he got to win this early instead of being Vegas like the last two years. Yes. So yep. he's in it. He's a lot better. I think that. I think he was like fourth or fifth in the points after round two last year. Like he wasn't this, he wasn't second. No. So it's, I think it's good for him. So yeah, he no, he rode good. Um, was there any other surprises to you? Not really. Everyone um, else was just kind of. I mean, like we said, Jimmy D rode well and then faded. Um, you had Frenchie hit the deck. <laughs> yep. Um, but that was just you know minor error on yeah, a no, slick, that was just slick track. hard pack yeah, track. No. So that wasn't anything real wild, wild. Hayes was riding good until he went down. Hayes is riding. Hayes has been very impressive the first and few he's rounds. And he's another guy that could maybe get on the box with these triple crowns mm-hmm. if he gets a start, you know. Yep. Um, Enzo Lopes, that kid can't catch a break. I think the Enzo Lopes is a lot oh, better than Oh, God, I know. Dude, uh, did you know that all, all he did was stall it in the heat race? Really? When he was running fifth, he just stalled it. That was it. Bike wouldn't start after that. <laughs> that doesn't look good. It's not a good look for Suzuki. No, no. No, um, good look for Suzuki. Moseman, Moseman was up and down all day. Yep. March Banks was up and down all day. Cantrell didn't do shit again. No, no. I think he was like eighth or ninth or something. Um, um, Blos has been pretty good. Blos is so is Jeff Pettis. Made the mains, yes. Pettis has been good. Of course, Pettis didn't make the main through the heat last. No, he was the LCQ and Enzo. Enzo got around him to beat him, but I think yep. I think Pettis got like tenth or eleventh. Dude, can we just not dive too deep into this? But your boy Mitchell. Two weeks. Two did moments. you catch the group text last night? Did you catch the fucking fantasy show that Pulp did? Where was it? Pulp yeah. By the by the way, like, I, I'm in the elevator with them, but they're talking yeah, about how they don't have any No, I, I, I gotta I gotta put that out for the record, and I'm gonna be very uh, I'm gonna use discretion on this. I'm I'm not. Uh, Matt Mitchell was actually the person that told me about that. I don't listen to that fantasy thing yeah. that Dan Truman was saying that. Um, I respect the hell out of Dan Truman. He definitely is a higher up guy in the industry and stuff. But all I'll say is whatever he heard was incorrect. Okay. Well, that's fair. and that and that's straight from a that's and once again I'm gonna use discretion. That is a straight from the team. That did not happen. Now he may have heard something, but what he heard, like everybody going around this whole coolant thing, that was not the issue. Okay. It was not a coolant. I don't thing. know. So because people are going around saying that somebody forgot to put coolant in the bike. 
Yep. For that also? That didn't happen. So that's all I'll say. I'm not going to go deep into that because, like I said, I'm going to try to use discretion and we're not going to get into all that. But I'll just say things are not going well right now. Uh, they went over to Jamie Ellis at Twisted. No shit. He blew up three motors and fucking yeah, two no. weeks. So, and I'll get it. I'll say that when the camera stop rolling and tell you really what happened. But, uh, no, um, yeah, it's it's not going well. I talked to Brian last night, and they're trying to keep their heads high and just trying to stay on the positive vibes. But uh, Can TLR Cody's buy him a bike and send it, and he can just run that? or that Somebody on Vital goes, dude, just buy a 450 because we do not need your bike grenading on the face of a jump and you getting hurt. No. Somebody said that. They're just like, don't buy a stock 450. And I'm like... Yeah, because just people have all these kinds of money sitting away. I'm just going to go buy a four. I think I don't think people realize that that's a lot harder than it seems. Like, I think people that they look at Mitchell and he's at a factory ride, they're like, yeah, just go buy a bike. It's not really is that. He's riding a 17 or an 18. He's riding a, no, he's riding a 19. He's riding a 19 oh, okay. Yeah, it's a new bike. Cool. So um, can we just go buy one and ship it to him? I honestly think it would be better than the situation he's in now, but... <laughs> Yeah, duh. Somebody's like, yeah, just get a stock 250F. No, I think that was actually Matt last night. Just do a stock 250F. I was yeah, like, just, well. Just put your chassis parts out. Yeah. Give you a stock so, one and just uh, run that. Oh, man. Uh, no, it hasn't been well. Uh, like I said, I kind of... Does this practice bike blow up like... Yeah, well, no, this off no. I recuse myself from going further than that until things get better because I don't want to I, I don't want to go dive into it. Things have not been great. Um, and I don't really know anybody else that has... There's not too many other guys that are really... Did Starley make the main last night? I don't know. We should be better at this. Well, that you would uh, think at this point we would be more. Well, we tried doing the thing. I'm just trying to remember. I don't think Starley made the. I don't know if Starley did or not. Maybe he did. Miriam made the main. So, anyways, um, yeah, no, like it was a very uneventful th- night in the in the main for the 250 for the 250 class. But I think we're getting a better uh, look of what's actually going on right now. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's gonna be very interesting and stuff. And I guess we could just uh, do our picks for later for this weekend. But yeah, no, it was. It was just a good race by AC. That's all that kind of is to it. This yeah. is a really good race, so good for him. Okay, cool. Anything else? Two fifty. No. All right, cool. We're moving on then. Four fifties. Here we come. Okay, four fifties up now. Most exciting events of the evening. So um, very crazy. Can we just start with the fact that we've had two races, two winners, and it need, none of them have been Marv, Ando, Kenny, or Eli? Yeah, well, you know, we talked about it, and uh, I finally think after years and years, and you know, been hearing that shit for about fourteen years now, probably since since well, yeah, since Stu moved up to the uh, four fifty class. Most said, winners we could ever have. Most winners we're gonna ever have. Most parity, and then everybody kind of now injuries might also play play a part in that. If, the field starts to dwindle down as we get further along, which you know it's going to happen. Um, I really think it's a real thing this year. I think that we've seen that uh, even though A1, everybody wants to call the mud race, and those are one-offs, and you can't put a lot of, you know, can't put a lot of stock into them. Um, we saw a lot of good guys at the back half of the top ten last night that pretty much where they started is where they finished. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and we're talking about guys that have... Not back half of the top ten. From fifth, I'm back. I mean, I actually I would say sixth because Marv was in there for a while because Marshall was sixth. Yeah. So yeah, sixth to what thirteenth, twelfth, thirteenth. Yeah, yeah. D- didn't move forward, yeah. including Tomac, AP Hill, Brayton mm-hmm. Freeze. Even after the staggered restart, didn't move forward, and he was running fucking fifth mm-hmm. or fourth or whatever it was. 
So yeah, no, I think that it's finally a real thing, man. I, I really do. Now, I'm not going to try to go overboard, but I think it's a real thing. I think that this might be the one of those years where there's no clear-cut dominant guy. I just, I don't see it. Not after last night. No. Last night, okay, we could hold off on A1. Fine. Pump the brakes, whatever. Which like, we needed to. Okay, fine. Glendale, go to a track, hard pack. Everybody's on the same fucking, everybody's in a fair game. Track was technical, not so technical, however you want to call it. And it got proven that if you're off just a little bit, or even if you're on and somebody else is just on a little bit more, it doesn't matter. Like, yeah, and I mean, I don't, I don't know where you, if who you want to segue to talking about with that, because there's a lot of guys we could talk about. Do you want to talk about Tomac first? Do you want to talk? Who do you want to talk about first? Well, we can start with Tomac because he, he basically didn't do anything. Was that okay? Because you're more of the you, you like to, you obviously like Eli, and I'm not. Him. I do, and I was, I was shocked. But I mean, everybody. And we can't throw down excuses fantasy. tonight. No, we can't throw down excuses. No, there was no excuses. I mean, he had. I mean, I guess the the real hardcore guys like Matt are going to be like, well, he had the whatever issue in the heat, and then um, had to go to the LCQ. Mm. But again, the, to, in that my, track was in my mind, to... even as even as big of an Eli fan as I am, that wasn't an excuse. He went ran five extra laps. Yeah, on a track LCQ. that was his has been his bitch for the last two years. Exactly. And these long rhythms and whoop section are supposed to be his thing. And the bike, other than the brake issue, but chassis wise, had no visible issues, dude. He started at, what, I think he was ninth coming around the first turn, got in the seventh, him and Barsha yo-yoed for a little bit. Dude, he couldn't even get around Malcolm. No, Speaking of Malcolm, around. when people see this, they will, Malcolm, dude, best wishes, broken femur. That sucks. Oh, Jesus. Like, that was bad. That like, was a dude, bad one. That, that was bad. You know, when, pe- when people see this, that probably already be out. People already know about it because it was as of this Sunday when we're talking about this. Yeah, it was as of filming and Sunday here. But, uh, yeah, I hope he gets well. I, I don't know what that's going to do for his year. I don't know if he's going to try to do outdoors, but, like, we're, his Supercross season's over with. Mm-hmm. So um, I hope he gets well because that was bad. I was actually more worried that, like, he had, you know, like, as hard as he hit, that there was going to be brain damage because, like, he wasn't moving. He wasn't reacting. So... That's that's definitely a bummer. So I hope he gets well soon. But yeah, um, he he couldn't do anything with Malcolm. Nope. He, he couldn't. Couldn't he, do anything with Freeze. Yeah, he couldn't do anything Vince with Freeze. Freeze. And he started. We just watched it. He started sixth on the staggered restart and got to fourth. Got to fourth. And he had what six minutes and a lap to get around Kenny, and Kenny pulled three seconds on him. But the thing, so so I know we're not making excuses here. The thing was. <laughs> Come on, man! Professional show here. God! Professional The thing was, no one did anything. Kenny wasn't doing anything. No. Let's be honest. After the restart, or whatever, or uh, after it, it, it is heat. Yeah. Wasn't doing anything. No one was moving no. forward. But I will say this, though. Uh, so, at that point, then, do we crack it up to the track? Was just... No, because Baggett. I guess, yeah. Baggett worked his way through. Baggett, Baggett passed three or four people. I guess. If you talk okay. about from the time the main started to the restart to that, you know, and, and I mean, I, I just... You could talk about it for a lot of people because, like, Hill, a guy that I thought that that track would fit him perfect, he didn't get a start, and he went nowhere. I think he made two spots, and he got whatever he mm-hmm. did, ninth or 11th or whatever. But uh, I guess I'm just – and it would have been the same thing with Kenny, but, like, when is the last time that when Tomac has had no issues, no issues, no visible issues, that he looked that average because we know what happens when he goes to the tracks that just doesn't suit him yeah. and, and that's a, and that's a thing like i don't like to make that excuse but it is a thing you know those the deep running tracks the ones from the end to outside the g whatever but on a track that he has one at two years in a row the dirt that's supposed to fit him no visible bike issues in the main and he just looked average he, he, yep. he did not he was going nowhere dude like 
He got fourth, and I have to go back and recheck, but I think he either didn't even have a top three fastest lap time. He was like fourth or fifth. Now, everybody's super close, but when is the last time even Eli, even in the races that he struggled, has he not at least been second or third fastest lap in the main? Mm -hmm. Like, that just, that doesn't happen with him, and I think, really, we got to chalk up to the fact that this field is just that deep. It's not, I don't, I'm not saying it's an Eli thing. I think it's just the field is that good this year. Yeah, I, I don't think that. you're going to be like, I don't care what it is. Now, yeah, maybe some of the guys will have their one-off rides, but this ain't going to be like last year where Eli starts in 10th, and if he's feeling it, he's going to go to second. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's a thing anymore, dude. Like, we wanted to harp on him. We're like, oh, man, he's won all these races the last two years, and I know it's only the second round. But if this would have happened at a race like, what was it, Oakland or San Diego, or no, yeah, Oakland, where it was the deep-rooted trip, you know, just super soft, where he would have struggled, I'd have said, okay, he's not been good here. Went to a track that he's won two years in a row. Yeah. By a handily margin. Mm -hmm. I don't... If I'm trying to be objective, I honestly don't know what to say. Now, the guy that judges Tomac, I can say, well, that's, I think, you know, I called that. But the trying to be objective, he just didn't have it. Like, and when is the last time that's happened where there's been no issue? When did he just not have it? Because I, if I'm going to be honest, I'm sitting there last night, I'm going, okay, he's sixth. If he can get into fourth, 10-minute mark, he can get second. Like, I think he can get second. Mm -hmm. I, I'm, I'm sitting there going... Yeah, he he gets second like that. That just that because this track fits him, and then he just doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. And he had six plus minutes to get around Kenny, and literally couldn't stay, couldn't close him. So no. like, it's only the second round. But if you're in the camp, like, what I don't know what his strategy is. Like, is it just he wasn't comfortable last pushing the pace last night? Maybe. Was it, may, okay, so I know we talk about this all the time. Have we seen Tomac actually turn the page on his riding style? Where instead of, I'm just going to go balls to the walls until I either fucking hit the deck or win, yeah. he goes, I got fourth. Yep. I got a Because he's second in the points now, or third in the points, yeah. by one behind Because Barton. now we're two rounds in, and instead of being 25 down, he's so my 10. So my question to you is... Two is rounds in and had two okay rounds. I mean, I mean, granted, for Tomac, that's not normal. A normal, but... Because last year, his first race back after the A1 incident, when he missed the second round in Houston, he won. I mean, maybe we're seeing the new to Maybe we're seeing okay. the new Tomac. So my question is to you being a Tomac guy, um, if that is the case, which if it is, I can commend him. I respect that because I've said it for years, and I always say it on the group text, he needs to stop worrying about being so damn fast because that was Stu's problem for years. If that's the case, uh, for him never really doing that in his entire career, even the 250 class... Are you a little worried that he's not going to know when? Because we like we saw that a couple years ago in 17 outdoors. There were times where at the end of the season when he was trying to manage the championship, trying to play the dungy role with, I'm just going to take the races when I can, if I can win, or I'm just going to settle in. We saw how that backfired and almost cost him a championship. Mm -hmm. For a guy that's not known for doing that, are you a little worried that he's not going to know? Because Dungey knew when it was okay. Like today, I'm just, I can win tonight. Mm-hmm. Are we going to be a little worried that maybe he plays it a little too conservative and maybe he doesn't push the pace and he starts riding at a uh, riding with a technique and a, a setup that's not conducive to winning that's going to actually hinder him? Because, like I said, it happened a lot at the last of 17 outdoors. Because what happens if we get in a situation where, like St. Louis last year, when he, that huge margin that he won by, if he gets out front, but he starts thinking in the back of his mind, do I really need to win by this much? And he starts backing it down, but he starts riding at a pace that he's not used to. He actually ends up hitting the deck across it because for a guy like him, that doesn't seem like it works for and I don't think that works for a guy like him. I because mean, he's it, not used to it. Dungey did that his whole career. Yeah, I mean it hasn't, but 
Good. And I mean, it's pretty simple. It's like if you go out and practice and you are feeling it and you set fast lap, okay, that's the night you push. You're on. But what happens if that's the night that he pushes and he gets a 10th place start? So, like, the thing with Dungey is, is Dungey, that, that's the thing, like, if that's the case, I like I said, I want to commend him, and I think that's what he's going to do for a long time. I, I really want to see a few more rounds of it before I make the judgment of this is what he's But doing. I think it's a real thing to talk about, though, I think because it is, we saw yeah. it A1-2 in the mud, where he just like, hey, it was war of attrition, I'm just going to get third. Yeah. And he just, it wasn't even that he was, because he was faster than everybody else and got that third, he just stayed up on two wheels. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a thing to talk about, even though two rounds in, but the thing that I'm curious is, and, and this is, I think, going to be kind of like the chess thing, is with Dungey, even the days that he was on, when he got a 10th place start... He knew, okay, I'm not a 10th. Like, do I push the pace? The track's getting gnarly, and do I get a fifth tonight? Whereas Eli is, I don't know if Eli's going to know the difference where, okay, tonight do I just take the points, or because I'm fast enough to win, do I go for it and then make it worse? Like, now you're not even talking. You're talking about a whole different. You're not talking about technique and chassis setup. Mm. You're talking about a psychological game now. Oh, yeah. And I don't want to get into that because that's not what this is about, Like, because now we're going way far away from motocross. But if that's the case, like, I'm almost – nervous for him because i don't know if he's going to know what to do late in the like say he's third in the points and he's like 10 down like does he just start okay now i'm gonna go after wins or do i just keep trying to do the podium thing and see what happens like i just i don't know i don't don't know if that's gonna work for him because it didn't work two years ago it almost cost him a championship i don't know he's older time will tell like i said i want to see a few more rounds to see if this is what he does is he just kind of but what ha- okay, so what happens if we go to the Triple Crown, and, and, and we'll get to the picks later, but what happens if you go to the Triple Crown and he just looks average again? And it doesn't even look like it's that. He just looks average. I don't know. Are we going to really have to start talking about that, like, this year is just one of those years where, like, it doesn't matter what you- like, because everybody knows Tomac's going to get wins. Like, dude, if he doesn't have a win, like, if he doesn't win at A2, like, I, I don't know. Like, I guess I guess I'm even surprised a little bit being, a, like, a Tomac hater because, like, I just, I guess I just didn't expect that. I didn't expect him to be just average. You thought he would have hit the ground by now. I would have. So, like, I don't, like, part of my brain is, like, I don't know what to, I don't know how to compute that because it's, like, if he had just went out and been, like, two seconds faster well, than don't, everybody. Don't hurt yourself. <laughs> We're just going to wait a couple more rounds and see what the fuck happens. Yeah, I know. It's just, it's a little, it's a little weird because I could have, like, if he goes two seconds faster and hits the ground, I'd be like, oh, that's Tomac again. Or if he just wins a lot. But it's, like, I'm sitting there, I'm going... That just that's not Eli. It'll be all right. So it'll be all right. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. I'll teach patience here. So <laughs> we're, we're going to watch the next two rounds, see how it goes. And but Kenny though, uh, we're in agreement. Kenny would have won that. Had that red. Kenny would have won that race had we not had that red flag for mm-hmm. Malcolm, um, because he was like like two and a half seconds up and he was, was just slowly flowing. pulling away, yeah, flowing. And there was no way anyone like like I said. They, then that goes back to the Tomac thing of looking averages. No one was really going forward on that track. It's no, kind of like on a track where Tomac's failing it and no one else is, and he's going ten seconds a lap faster. Yeah, and you're like. Oh well, man, that track sucked, and it's like, well, no, Tomac did this. Okay, so no, maybe the track didn't suck, but like there wasn't a ton of variation, especially on those long rhythm lanes. You would think a long rhythm lane with 15, 20 jumps in it, you have a couple different variations. No, it was the same. And Kenny and Bagger were the like I talked about in that far side, like we were talking about with Shane. Yeah, going, we're going two, 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 three, three, three. Yep. You know, instead of just hitting that third, what would have been a triple if you'd have hucked it out of the corner and just kind yep. of jumping into the transition? Did you notice though? And I just watched it again. Did you notice when AP late in the main, when he got around Reed, he actually started hitting that roller and wheel tapping over and you know, and doubling yes. down? And I go, dude, if he can hit that every lap, but the problem is, though, that second one was so lipped out, if you shifted forward a little bit too much, you were going to drop in too hard, and it bit him the next, like, two laps later or whatever. But I'm like, okay, that's, like, the stuff that AP does. Like, that was pretty sick. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Anderson, it was nerves last week. 
I guess so. I don't. I, I think he hit the wall late in that man a little well, bit. Well, that was what he said in the uh, press conference too. Was that man? There was just so much stuff going on. I just I couldn't focus. Yeah. And so whatever. So because I had heard on was it the fantasy podcast or something, and it was um what's his name Dan Truman. Yeah, had said that um the whole rumor mill about Andrew being there was true. They were, but it was so long ago they didn't think that was a problem. So. With that being said, we brought it up in the group text this week. He got a podium, and he looked really good. He looked a lot better. Now, like I said, after Bag got around him, I think that was a head thing. I kind of think he kind of got demoralized at that point. You said, hey, he's riding better. I'm going to let him go. It's kind of like what he did last year. Mm-hmm. I'm still on board. Are you uh, – you said podium for talking about, like, having no I think he. I think he's okay. Okay. Now, he, seeing the way the results are going here, I still don't know if he repeats, man. No, 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 no. His chances of repeat is depth because what's he now in the points? Uh, he's, he's inside he's the down. top ten. He's yeah, inside the top he's ten. Still down. He's still down. But, yes, his his chances of repeating have been, been substantially worse after that first race. But I said this, that if he goes out and he looks like the old Ando, I'm not off the bandwagon. Now, if it's an injury, I was off, and yeah. I was fine with saying yeah. that. He looked good. I, I'm at the point where even though as far as he is down, knowing what he did last year, and if we're talking about this is going to be the year, first time ever, that we have a bunch of different winners – and Ando's just that guy that can get a win here and get a win there and then be top five all the time. Dude, he's actually the perfect guy to go repeat in that sense because where one week if Baggett wins, the next week Kenny wins, the next week Eli wins, but then they're off the other weeks, and Ando's just, hey, what am I this weekend on? But are, but are they off, or are, are they going to do what we've seen where it's just going to be like Kenny's going to ride to the box and fucking Eli's going to ride yes. to the top five, you know? and Because that, that could be really interesting too. So you got... Ando, Kenny, Eli, all are pulling off wins and then just riding to top fives the rest of the time when they're not feeling it. I mean, <laughs> and I think we'll figure we out. get down to the last race and have four dudes. But you know what I mean, points. though? Like, Ando could be that guy, though, if he's just consistent. Yeah. He just works his way up. And then if one of them slips up. But, yeah, no, I agree. It's definitely not easy after that first race. But I'm, I'm not off the bandwagon now because I was really worried that that wrist was an, injury, uh, an issue. Now that he got second... No, I fully believe he can still win it. Now, yes, are his chances a lot slimmer? Hell yeah, because oh, yeah. that first round was terrible. Oh, yeah. But we saw last night that Jason Anderson that we all expected. He looked yeah. damn good. So it's like, now I hope everybody's like, whoa, because there was all this noise. Oh, my God. Like, he got lucky last year. He did this. He did that. And it's like, well, no, he just got second. So it's yeah. like, no, that's just Jason Anderson. Um, let's talk about the man of the hour. Blake Baggett finally gets that first win. Didn't see that coming. Congrats on that one. Didn't see that coming at all. Fucking killed it. Just. I just like how he went around the outside. Just, just Blake Baggett fashion, just late in the race with like two minutes to go. Just, I'm going to pull the Can you imagine if there would have been like the backside of a berm and they kind of rolled the other way too and he would have just gone up on that around the outside of him like in in uh Thunder he just Valley. launches up into the net burn yeah. rides the net burn comes back down rides the net comes back down would have been awesome no did not see that coming uh not at all i'll tell you this and it's kind of like the same thing that i said with ac in the 250 part of the show i have to see if he can back it up again yep but if he backs it up and this is the blake baggett that Please back I- it up for you is it a podium or is it another win first or second Overall. Next week. Yeah, first or second for me. If he wins, obviously. First or second in one of no, one no, no. Of, one first, of the gangbangs or? No, no, no. First or second overall. Okay, great. So if okay. he wins, obviously. Like that's so that, that's parameter. really freaking obvious. But for I think second. And even if he gets third but wins a main, like because it's 12 minutes, so it's not 20, but 12 is still a long time to be out there. Um, but Baggett, 
like I said, if this is a thing, kind of like with AC, where he finally is living up to his potential, and it pisses me off the one year I didn't pick him for a win, he fucking gets a win. Shit. Kind of looked like a hero now. You just look like an nah, idiot. I look like an more. idiot, man. But you, you know what? Like more. you said, nobody nobody picked him. Nobody watched um, the janky show anyway. I know, right? This is just janky web show. <laughs> Anyways, um, Blake Baggett, though. Baggett is one of those guys that if he gets on a roll and he like starts going in there, he... It's really hard to say because, like I said, I'm trying not to get too ahead of myself. Just kind of like with anybody who's an AC fan. I'm not a Baggett fan, by the way. I just know how good the guy is. I mean, we saw what he did in the 250 days. Um, is he one of those guys that if he kind of like starts cranking off wins or getting first and second, he starts moving up the points? That if you're like Kenny and you're like, you know, Kenny and, and Eli and Anderson and Marv, well, maybe not so Anderson right now because of the words in the points, you're kind of like, well... This guy kind of kicked their ass for a long time back in the day. Mm -hmm. And he hasn't really been doing it the last couple of years in the 450 class. But now he's finally figured it out. I think those guys are going to kind of look at it and go, all right, yeah, we got to really start respecting this dude. Because I kind of feel like Bagus does that one dude that you like know he can get a win at any time. But then, you know, the rest of the time he's just kind of like, well, I don't have to worry about him because he'll get 10th. Mm -hmm. But we know that Baggett does not lack confidence. It's kind of like Barsha. Nope. We know the things that he said in 17, and then, unfortunately, the Anderson thing, and he got hurt, so we didn't really need to see the full potential of that thing, of that. I'll say this, that if he goes out and he backs it up again this weekend and he looks as good as he did last night, and this starts to become a recurring theme, Baggett's one of those guys that's not the type of guy that you want to give any, kind of like what I said with Barsha, and he didn't back it up, so calm down a little bit. You don't want to give Baggett any more confidence than he already has. Because we know the one thing with Baggett is, is he's not going to get tired. Yep. When he doesn't hit the deck, he's usually top three fastest. It's yep. just putting it together and getting a start. Yep. So now I proved he can win. Could be the perfect storm for him. Could be. Because if he goes and backs it up. Weird would that be Blake Baggett wins the title? Well, it would be weird because his 450 career hasn't been great. But if you go off the 250 days, it really wouldn't be that weird. Because he was supposed to be the guy. Yeah, well, there's been a lot of the guys. Oh, we know. That's and that's what I mean. His 450 career hasn't been trail. His 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 450 career hasn't been great. So that's why I said he was supposed to be the guy. Mm -hmm. But that. So I'll ask you if he goes and backs it up again this weekend, and say he does win again, are you gonna start being like, okay, like I mean, the train's gonna start down the tracks there. I'm gonna be like, hmm. <laughs> but you know what I mean, though. Like with the confidence Maybe thing, four. like he's the guy that you kind of yeah. like, because like I said, he's he doesn't get tired. Nope. So it's not like we're going to have a situation where he's in a battle with Tomac or Roxon late in the race, and you're like, oh, fuck, he's going to hit the wall. Mm -hmm. Like, no, he's going to have it at the 20-minute mark. Yep. Um, he can hang. So. so Marv looked a little bit better. Marv did look a little better. Not great. Where'd Coop finish? Uh, 10th. But he was kind of in that train after the staggered start where he was dicing it up. Yeah, with, the with staggered start really threw a freaking wrench in it, too, because it's like we had an okay race going, and then all of a sudden we were starting over from that staggered start, and it's like, ah, this sucks. Other than Baggett, was there any surprise? Nope. Kenny was pissed. I mean, you said... <laughs> which, by the way, was not egregious, in my opinion. That was just, hey, Kenny... No. And Kenny even started to turn down at the apex. Yes. And yeah. my, my opinion, what happened is, is I think that he didn't realize Ando was that close. Like, yep. he knew he was, but I think he was going to try to turn down early, and then he would make Ando, like, okay, now i got to check up, and I'm not going to push it in deep. Mm -hmm. And then just when he turned down, Ando was closer than he thought. Yep, Ando was just right there, so... So it wasn't egregious to me, like, even being a Kenny guy, like, I was bummed, but that just is what it is. Yep. Um... Dino, another top ten. He looked pretty good. I think he got, like, seventh or something. Yeah, it was okay. The thing was, there just wasn't a lot focused on anything but the front groups. So we didn't get to see a ton on the, on the 
broadcast. So, so uh, big old Honda's got that number, that, that red plate again, got buddy. The old red plate on the old although, red bike. Although, if you Ooh. if you if you want to go the the pessimistic side of that, the red plate has not been healthy to Kenny and Supercross. <laughs> See where we get to. I mean, <laughs> God, I he's he's had it like three times, and he's, he's never mind. I'm not. Even, I'm not even gonna say it. That's blasphemy. All right, so let's move on to some fantasy picks here because we spent a lot of time on Eli, and we don't want to make this show too long. No. So let's fantasy pick for next week. A2, first triple crown of the year. Give me your three race winners and your overall for each class. Go. 250s, I think AC wins it. AOC wins one. I think Frenchie wins one. And I think Nichols wins one. But I think Nichols wins it on consistency. Okay, that's fair. I mean, or AC wins two and Nichols wins one, but AC has a bad third race. Either way, I think Nichols is going to win because I think he's just going to be consistent. Okay. So Nichols gets the overall and continues that points lead. Um, 450s, the track, like I told you, is looked pretty looks pretty one line, so it's gonna be one of those like, hey, get the start. Uh, I think Kenny wins one. I think that Tomac wins one. And because I'm not on board with the Baggett thing yet, I'm not gonna say he's gonna win one. So I'll say Anderson wins one, and uh, I think Kenny wins on consistency as well. Okay. So uh, yeah, just the two the two couldn't um, points leaders just continue uh, keep going into what is it Oakland? Yeah, Oakland round four. So. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's going to be anything crazy because the track just doesn't look great to me. It's going to be like A2 was last year where like the whole the first 25% of the track is one line and it just mm. stays tight. So what about you? Uh, in the 250s, I think Shane's going to win one, AC's going to win one, and I will say yes, Frenchie's going to win one, but I think AC's going to win the overall in the 250s. What happens with Nichols? I don't think Nichols is going to do it. Really? You know, the, not, not the win. You don't think he's going to do well, though? I think he'll do well. I think he'll be overall on the box. So well, he so he'll have the points. Think, so yeah. He'll, okay. So he'll have the points lead still. It'll be real close between him and AC. Okay. When we leave there. All right. Uh, as far as four fifties go, I'm gonna throw a curveball. I think that Kenny's gonna go three for three. Really? Yep. Is that because it's uh, how good he looked last night for the first whatever it was, the early in the main? So you think he's just going to get starts? Yep. I think he's really? Gonna, I think he's going to pull starts. And I think mm, when, when I was when I was watching last night um, before the red flag, it I was like going... 17. It looked like 17-A1, didn't it? Where he's not yeah, even trying. He did. He's nope. not even trying. Nope. He's literally just lugging in the corner, dropping in, and it's just easy. Literally, like, Ashley was watching it with me, and I was explaining to her how we went in 17 and watched him ride A1 and not even go 3-3 on this section. Yep. Just go 2-2-2 two, two, two and win by 30 seconds. So, and okay. I'm like, this dude is the guy. Okay, and so. he stays off the ground. But I think he's going to And that hasn't been an issue yet. No. That hasn't been an issue through two rounds. Like I said, I think he's going to go three and out and take the overall and carry that points okay. lead into Oakland where then it's going to be a shit show. If it rains. If it rains. Okay, when so rains. since you... Th- yeah, hope not. Sucks for you if it's going to, especially it's Oakland of all fucking places. As soft as that dirt is already, it's going to be a mud block. Um, okay, so. yeah, you, you have fun, bud. Better get that uh, $45 rain jacket. <laughs> or uh, $45 oh, rock. I'm taking them. It's oh, <laughs> so, okay. So uh, if Kenny wins all three... Then what are some other because I wasn't expecting that. What are some other what are some other guys doing the mains then? I think you're gonna I think you're gonna see on the box for the three mains other than Kenny winning. I think you're gonna see Ando. I think you're gonna see the main ones. I think actually, you know what? I think Brayton is gonna be a surprise and do well too. Even with the twelve minutes instead of the six or eight. Yes, because okay. I think he can do twelve. So I think Brayton's gonna do well and be on the box for one, if not multiples of the we'll use pulp's word, gangbangs. Um 
and then they um, gotta come up with a new name for that. But I think I think overall you're gonna have like you're gonna end up basically with your normal dude. So you're gonna have Kenny obviously get the win is what I think, mm-hmm. and then like Eli and Ando to round off the box on the overall. I think is what you're gonna end up happening. All right. So where do Baggett and Marv finish? Um, Baggett. Say Baggett just gets a start. Say he gets a start. I don't think he's gonna get a start over fucking what's nuts. Well, he might not, but I'm just trying to... I'm if, tr- he get, if he gets a start... I mean, I think he's going to be in the top five. I think he's got okay. the confidence to keep himself up there with those dudes. So, I mean, Barsha is like... Does he bounce back, Barsha? I think if he gets a start, he can bounce back. I think so, maybe. I think yeah. there was a lot going on last night for yep. him. Because he had the red plate for the first time. Yeah. So, I know that we talk about this um, mysterious, you know, intangible fucking uh, well, red plate weight. But red, red ink weighs a lot, so... Yeah, as Ralph likes I to mean, say. I mean, your sweatshirt's heavy, right? I know, no, actually it is. Exactly. See? So Red's just heavy. But uh yeah, okay, so uh Kenny wins and then he just uh so does Tomac come out in second of the points then at that point? Because if he yeah, beats Marsh, yeah, he's gonna so, yeah. Okay. Man, that'll dude, that'll be kinda like the old days, just Kenny and Tomac being one too. It ain't Oh it man, is. dude. It is. We're here. The season's gonna be wild though. Like a lot of dude, it's been crazy. It's gonna be cool. You know what though? Can't forget about Vince Freeze if he gets a start. On a one-line track with a start, I'm not going to say I mean, he... Yeah, he'll do well, but... Well, he was running fifth there for most of the time last night, and, I mean, dude, he could make a hell out of people. So, yeah. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, that's uh, it's going to be interesting. The first Triple Crown, that's going to be uh, it's gonna be wild. Hopefully it doesn't rain anymore, because it's supposed to rain like, for, like, three days in Anaheim. Yeah, hopefully not. I don't. Well, although that one I'm not worried about, because I know where we're sitting, and we're, uh, we're in that lower bowl under the upper deck, so I don't give a shit if it rains there, because I'm just going to sit there and watch the race. What I'm worried about is Oakland. I don't know where I'm sitting. I don't have any idea. <laughs> yeah, I bought tickets. I don't know. If, if, I'll and, say, if there's no roof, I'm fucked. I'll say this. As soft as the dirt already is in Oakland, if it rains the whole entire week and then st- stays raining on Saturday, dude, they're going to be under like three feet of water. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So that'll be an interesting. Shout out to uh, Dirtworks. There, dude. Yeah. Alex is actually doing a daily vlog right it's now cool. to show. So if you want to see how, like, a little behind the curtain of how Supercross happens, you need to go watch this guy. I will put one of the links to his videos down in the description below, so you guys can check it out. It's really cool. They're like super short videos, like five minutes, and they kind of show you, like, let me tell you, those boys who build and tear down those tracks, they build and tear down those tracks, and that is their life. Dude, so they can fucking work a front end loader. That's for damn sure. Yep. So anyway. <laughs> Um, all right, cool. So this has been another episode of the Moto Aftermath Show presented by TLR Coatings, special show sponsor, Trivodine Oils, Lubricants, whatever the hell you want to call it. Um, links down below to all of that. Again, don't yell at us for next week. Yeah, so I'm traveling the next two weeks. I'll be at A2. Um, we'll talk next week. We may have a giveaway for the Oakland round. Really? Maybe. Hear that, people? We, are. we may have a giveaway for the Oakland round, so make sure you like, subscribe, and comment down below. Especially hit that subscribe button and then that little bell button on uh, on the old YouTube there, so you get notified. Funny man, love this camera how it just shuts off randomly. Yeah. Um. Okay. So anyway, uh, yeah. So we might be doing a giveaway uh, for the Oakland round. I'll let everyone know next week's show. But oh god, I'm dying over here on the inside. It's coming out. Uh, but like I said. We, uh, so the next two weeks I'm traveling, so this is going to be kind of a thing of, like, we're hopefully going to have it better figured out than last year. However, I can't guarantee anything, so it may be a little sketchy in the next couple weeks here as far as the quality of what's going to happen. I mean, I'm going to be here in person. You're not. 
Yeah, so we don't know if it's, and it's going to be even more interesting with Cole. Uh, we don't know if it's going to be Skype or a three-way call. Three-way, uh, giggity. Gangbang. Hey, gangbang. Gangbang. Gangbang for the gangbang. Nice. We definitely got We got to come up with a better name for we that. We do, too. Um, so, yeah, so make sure you, uh, if you can't, if you can't watch on either Facebook or YouTube, podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. Uh, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, support us. Click in the Amazon links down below and go buy something. Uh, buy a T-shirt off Teespring. And, uh, you know, support us on Patreon if you can. And we're going to have to figure out a way to do. We may have to start setting up the podcast to do for the Patreon thing. Try to boost that a little bit. So, um, so anyway, this has been another episode of the Moto Aftermath Show. We are uh, wrapped up Glendale, and we're moving on to A2. fucking Honda next year. Mm-hmm. It's going to be him and Kenny. Yeah. AC and Eli don't get along. Nope. J-Mart's going to get the spot no matter what Joey does. Mm-hmm. And AC's no. going to Honda. Well, so Joey might actually be safe for a couple years. Yes, because J-Mart, J-Mart isn't going to go up for another two years. Yes. So Joey might have a But that power ride is J-Mart's down, so. when he moves yep. up. Yep. So no, yep. like, I feel like everybody's going to be shocked when AC goes to Honda and I'll be like... Nope. We're going to see it. Be, see, like, be like, yo, you first, bitches. Ta- I fucking called that shit a while ago. All the time. But the funny thing is, is that I still stand by what I said. I think we did the preview show. That Eli might not even be on Kyle when J-Mark goes there. Because this KTF thing, I'm telling you, is I think a real possibility. Please go to KTF. Yeah, I really do. I really do. I think Red Bull, when, Kyle, when Eli's contract up, is going to throw an asshole of money at him. Yeah, maybe we go to Baker's I think with Eli, he can do whatever he fucking wants. Oh, I mean... Because Eli's not going to relocate to Florida. No. It's not going to happen. Nope. He doesn't have to. He's not going to train for Alton. He's not going to move to Florida. But I'm telling you, like, I remember when I started thinking about that, and there were other people who were like, well, what's he going to do? Is he going to stay at Cowie? And it's a real thing. Cowie doesn't throw money at guys and their second Mm -hmm. contract's around. And Eli, I feel, is going to be one of those guys that he's going to look for a change. Mm -hmm. Even though, no matter how successful he's going to be, fucking Red Bull could throw him ass loads of money. Like, the most money we've seen in a long time. I just, I think it's a real thing. I really do. I think it's a possibility. Could be. Which would be really weird, because what are they going to do with Marv at that point then? But I think Marv will be on his way out at that point mm-hmm. anyway, so. All right, here we go. C3, take one, three, two, one, and.